success looks so easy from the outside, but all successful people have had to overcome enormous obstacles along the way. And in many cases, look failure right in the eye. Most successful people don't focus on the struggle and they rarely talk about it because that's not what creates success. Join us here where we'll chat with serial entrepreneurs, both men and women, and share the good, the bad, and the ugly of entrepreneurship. We'll talk about the obstacles we faced and how to overcome them to reach the success that you desire. I am your host, Cami Lehman, and this is She's Invincible. everyone. Thank you so much for joining us today on She's Invincible. And do we have an invincible one to introduce you to today? Lauren Litt is the owner and lead social media manager at Lil Shameless Plug. Lil Shameless Plug is a social media management company dedicated to the curation and creation of quality content. If you don't like social media, but know you need it for your business, Lauren can help you create a masterful social media plan. Since opening Little Shameless Plug has had the pleasure of working with a variety of independent entrepreneurs, brick and mortars, coaches, and even an Oscar qualifying film festival. Lauren now lives in Portland, Oregon with her hubby and two fur babies, and you can follow her on social. Oh my gosh, Lauren, welcome to She's Invincible. We're so excited to have you with us today. Tammy, you couldn't possibly be more excited than I am. (laughs) I am such a huge fan of your podcast. Oh my gosh, thank you so much. I'm just so happy that we were brought together uh, and are able to have this conversation and be lifelong friends. And I just, it's just my honor to have you here. I mean, we're definitely friends already. We were dancing together before we started. You also were ready. (laughs) Yes, we were. And I hope we will dance forever. Girl, you ready to get lit? Uh, so ready. I'm I'm lit to the end. <laughs> uh, let's get lit. Okay, here we go. So let's jump in. Let's tell our listeners how in the world did you get where you are today? And what makes you invincible? Yeah, it is a winding, winding road as many entrepreneurs are. But I actually started my business because I'm an actor. Um, and I needed consistent income. I was so tired of waiting tables and just feeling really drained at the end of every day. And so I uh, was working with a coach at the time who started this program, Your Other Dream Job, that for actors, there was a way that you could bring income in and feel fulfilled because we do have many gifts. You know, the, the reason I am an actor is because I believe that we need to tell stories to bring empathy in the world. When we know people's real stories, we're able to connect with them more and and just feel more connected in general. And social media does that same thing, right? Through my job as social media, I help raise people's voices. I help share messages. I help um, people get out into the world. And it really brings us all closer together. So that was kind of my winding way. I, it was... It was like such a low point too, because I had been fired from my waitressing job uh, and I just didn't know where to go. And so I took this little course from the city of Van Nuys saying like, you can create your own business and, you know, be a woman entrepreneur. And I was like, well, that seems like a good path. And so I did have commercial work and a little bit of acting work here and there, but little shameless plug has been my bread and butter for almost 10 years now. Oh my gosh. I love it. And are you still acting today? 
Yes, absolutely. I'm still acting today. We are on strike, you all. Union strong. <laughs> okay, so you're an actor on strike. I love it. Yep. Oh my yep. gosh. Oh my gosh. What has been one of your favorite things that you've done in acting so far? Oh, my very favorite project. I, you know, look a certain way, but I really like telling deep, dark stories. I have, I like, I have this fascination with the darker half of humanity. And my favorite project thus far I've been a part of was I played the wife of a man who was losing his mind. He was losing his touch with reality. And it was a very uh, honest and vulnerable story about mental health and how it affects people. Um, and it was, it was really scary and really a beautiful thing to be a part of. So that was my favorite project. Mm, that's amazing. So what makes you invincible? I think my invincible superpower is my vulnerability. I specifically help coach people who don't like social media, you know, so there's a big wall put up and the fact that I'm able to be open with people and honest with people, I believe allows others to come into you know, because there's a real courage in owning the things that, that puts you a little off kilter. And when we can share those things, all of a sudden, they're not scary. You know, we put a little light into the darkness and you're like, oh, I see how to get past this. So I would say my vulnerability. I love that. And I love what you're saying here. And you just paved the way because today we're talking about social media. And I love it because I love that you're the expert and that you're helping change people's lives and businesses through that platform. So let's dive in and let's tell our listeners everything they need to know about social media. Ooh, how much time do we have? I know. <laughs> Forever. <laughs> Forever. Great. We're, we're good. Um, yeah. So, I mean, social media, it's so wide reaching, right? And I think a good way to jump, jump into this is one, it's a free marketing platform, you know, much like podcasting, there's a very low lift to get into it and finance wise, but the sky's the limit as, as, as how you can take these platforms and make them work for you and your business. When I'm talking to people, if you would all feel weird about social media, this is why you're listening to this podcast. I like to start with kind of three questions, you know, why, what is it? How do you feel? about social media, you know, get a barometer because if people are really turned off by social media, there's a good reason why. So we need to find out what that is. Is it lack of education around the platforms or is it that like me, you've had a really bad experience on social media in the past and we need to actually work on protecting you and setting things up for you. So that's the first question. And then we go, okay, well, are there any platforms that you like? Does anything feel a little exciting to you? A lot of people want to be on Instagram, but, you know, I used to love Twitter. That was my favorite. I'm no longer on that platform. But, you know, LinkedIn is a really powerful source. Uh, Facebook is really powerful. YouTube and Pinterest, while not traditional social media platforms, can be huge drivers of people to your website. So where is it that you're actually drawn to? And then we start talking about who your client is. And once we know those three things, we can really pinpoint where you should get started. I love that. Oh my gosh. Okay, so let's break this down. So is there kind of like um, a place where certain people should be and others maybe not so much? Like what is, what is the rule around there? I mean, anyone can be anywhere, 
right? But I like to really focus on the low hanging fruit when we're getting started, especially because we want you to have some early wins fast. So one is to understand your own natural gifts and, and, you know, proclivities. Uh, I don't know if that's a word, but where, you know, are you someone who loves to be on camera? Fantastic. Let's get you on TikTok or YouTube or Instagram. If you're someone who really is camera shy and maybe you don't want to be there very much, we can talk about Facebook. We can talk about LinkedIn. We can talk about Pinterest. You know, there's, it's kind of anywhere. So I think that knowing your audience, you know, knowing a lot of the people that you work with are, are podcasters and a really beautiful pairing for podcasting is Instagram and YouTube. They're kind of the one two punch if we're going down that lane. So. Yes. Yes. And I'm actually on both of those platforms and getting ready to turn the heat up a little bit. I must know what I'm doing. On YouTube. Yeah. So this is so good. So, okay. There's so much talk about, do we use video? What's getting the most hits right now? What are people, what is stopping people from scrolling in their tracks? Oh, so, okay. When we're talking about this video is fantastic. It is absolutely fantastic. However, People got really caught up in this. You have to use video thing and forgot that it has to be good. Sorry, <laughs> mic drop. Okay. Um, I love to show people when I go into your back analytics, I'll be like, okay, so you've created a lot of video or reels are very popular on Instagram. Everybody thinks you have to be doing that um, on YouTube shorts are incredible. But when you're not putting out quality content, that video, you're just kind of spinning your wheels. And I hate to see that. And one of the things I love to show people is my own platform, because I'm my own worst client, everybody, I'm terrible at my own social media. Um, But when I put a picture of my face, I get lots of links to the profile, I get lots of click throughs, I get, you know, lots of people engaging with that. And that's just a solid photo. So it's really important to focus on quality content, but also understand your own platform and what's working for you and make sure you're pulling all those different levers because they didn't say only video. We don't accept anything else. Right. Right. In fact, on LinkedIn, some of the most powerful content you can put out is just written content, no photo, no video, no anything. That is the content that we see again and again with clients getting the most engagement which is blows my mind. I'm like, this looks so boring, but it's LinkedIn. People just want to read, you know? Yeah. And it's true. Right. I I find different things like that too. So um, I had other question for you. How long should the videos be if you do video? Mm. I believe in a three prong approach. And many of the platforms have told us they're looking for varying degrees of video. So you want some of each piece, which is you want some short form, 15 seconds, 30 seconds, you know, you want some that's going to be a little bit longer form. This can be anywhere from a minute to three minutes. And then you want some long form content. Um, So this could be going live on some of the platforms, right? If you're doing like a 10 minute talk or a 20 minute talk on YouTube, that's, you know, your full tutorial video or a podcast. Uh, But you need all three of these pieces because what we're doing on social media, and this might blow people's minds, but we are bringing people into the world, right? And so we start with that short form content. And then after people are liking your short form content, they're going to be like, hey, maybe I'm interested in two minutes of what this person has to say. 
And then once they really like you, they're like, yes, I want to sit here for 10 minutes and hear about why social media is like your hair, Lauren, please tell me, you know, so like you need all different formats because we're bringing people down the funnel into the space where they're ready to work with you. Now, that's my next question. Why is social media like your hair, Lauren? (laughs) (laughs) Because it's fabulous. No, (laughs) because I have curly hair. All right, y'all. I didn't know I had curly hair for most of my life. I just thought I had this big bush on my head that was incredibly difficult. So if we think about, you know, social media, we don't like it. Just this thing that we're fighting all the time. That's like my hair, right? Then I realized I educated myself about the hair that I have. And my hair is 2C3A curly. For those curly girls out there, you'll know what I'm talking about. For those who don't know what I'm talking about, I t- it took a process. It was several months of me understanding and learning different techniques and tricks until I found something that worked. So on, on social media, this is literally your education process. You can't start a Facebook account today and expect tomorrow to have clients coming in. It's going to take you at least three to six months to kind of understand what content is working to bringing people in. Then we further this story about my hair because I have dry curly hair. I only wash it three, maybe four times a month. Okay. Meaning I'm only putting out good quality content, right? I'm putting a lot of effort. It takes me about an hour and a half to do dry and wash and do all the things that my curly hair needs. I'm putting that effort occasionally, but I'm getting dramatic, incredible results. And I want the same thing for you on your social media. I want you to find out how much time you actually have, right? If that's two hours a month, let's take that two hours a month and focus on creating really good content. And then put that content out once a month or once a week or whatever it is that that time you actually have can support. So I have on my Instagram a post that goes into this more. You can really read about why your social media should be more like my hair routine. But that's that's why I tell people that. I love it. Okay, now let's talk about the business owners that are on social media with their business and they also have personal accounts. Great. Oh, let's talk about like, what are the rules here? (laughs) I mean, I don't know how y'all have the time. Yeah, it's just a lot. It's a lot. When I can, I encourage people to only do one. Now, again, I coach people who don't like social media. Some people love social media. This is not advice for you. If you were like, this is my favorite thing in the world. Great. Have all the accounts you want. But I find that for business owners who have that natural resistance to being on it, you don't need a personal and a professional. In fact, the more you can bring of your personal into your professional, the better your professional accounts will be because we live in an influencer society, right? Um, I went to college for political science. And one of the only things that I still use to this day is this study that we read about Um, where it took people from all over the world and it showed them photos of people's faces. And some of these were world leaders, actors, you know, recognizable faces, and other people were just random people that they wouldn't know. Every single time a face came up that was recognizable, their brain lit up. So this teaches us with social media, we need to be open to people seeing our face, to understanding and learning about us because their brain will light up when they see you. And then they'll be like, oh yeah. Tammy podcast. Great. I definitely, you know, want to see that. So 
absolutely have your boundaries. If you have children, definitely don't put them on your platform. You know, if that's something you don't want, find what pieces of your life you do feel comfortable sharing and bring those to your business. I love it. Now, how do you feel about email lists being your, your insurance policy or backup plan? It's not your backup plan. It's your only plan. Now, I am a social media manager, y'all. Social media is great, but it is not, you don't own it. You know, I, I think it was over a year ago now when Instagram went down and people were freaking out. I you don't own your social media. Your social media is the funnel that brings people to your email list. You should always be focusing on adding people to your email list, nurturing people in your email list. And that's actually why for a little shameless plug, my company, I, we used to only do social media. We're now an online marketing boutique because we were like, we're sending people to your email list and you're not nurturing your email list. So therefore, why are we doing all this work? It's all online marketing. All of it is part of it. Oh, I love that so much. Oh, I love that so much. Oh, so let's talk to the people who don't love social media, who don't want to put their face out there. So yeah. like top three things that they can do to edge their way into this place. Yeah. Number one, again, let's start with low hanging fruit. If you were like, I feel very uncomfortable in this space and I don't want my face out there. Let's not pick a platform that requires a lot of FaceTime. So Facebook or LinkedIn are great places for you to start. The second thing that I coach all of my clients through is we do need your face. And so what we want to do is really closely connect you to your purpose, because if you're very clear about who you're talking to and why you're talking to them, you no longer feel as self-conscious about your hair or like, is my lipstick on my teeth? I don't know. Like, we're not paying attention. Again, I'm an actor, y'all. Nobody likes how they look. Nobody likes how they sound. When we see ourselves, everybody has that cringe moment. Um, in fact, early acting days, like we had to watch ourselves all the time to remove that cringe factor so you could move past it and be like, okay, I'm now focusing on the art of what I'm looking at, not why does my eye do that weird thing. So when we're connected to our purpose and we come online, it's so much easier to talk to people, you know? And if we think it's not about you, it's about them. Focus on them, focus about the thing that they need to help them, even if it's that you're selling olive oil. You know, I, I frequently I have this client, Bob, um, who hates all social media, but he created a he opened an olive oil and vinegar store with his wife because he wanted people to eat better and to have better quality products for their food. And when he's talking about that, y'all, he is magic on camera. As soon as we're like, Bob, tell us about your house. He's like, I don't want to talk about anything, but <laughs> When you can connect to your purpose, you're really going to move forward. Those are two things, but I think those are the two key things. Start where you're at, but do get started and really connect with your purpose. I love that. And be like Bob. Be like Bob. <laughs> be like Please, Bob. more people need to be like Bob. I adore Bob. Yes, that's amazing. I love that. So, so do you recommend people watch themselves? Like, as you say, as an actor, that was something that they had you do. Did you find that that really did help you through that? And would you recommend that to other people if they're stuck in that place? I think that it was a very specific part of my training because I decided to do on-camera work. And so I needed to be very aware of what my face does in different situations and how that actually communicates. Because sometimes 
you can be feeling something and your face is doing something else. And when you look at it, you're like, oh, I wasn't connected. Or it, it just, it reveals that you're masking your emotions. I don't know that every business owner needs to go through this, but I do think it's helpful, as painful as it can be to get started. Just watch some of yourself and, and get past the cringe and be like, oh, oh, okay, maybe I could improve my lighting a bit. Maybe I could improve. Oh, I can't hear myself very well. Maybe we need to like put a little microphone on me. So if people can see you and if people can hear you and if you're getting your message across, great. The, the key to all of this and to anything in life is you will be better in one year than you are today, but only if you actually do it. You know, the, the, whoever it is that you're watching online, who you're thinking they are amazing. They started, they had a bad month, a bad year, a bad two years, but they had started it. And now they're very good at what they do because they've learned to harness the medium. So that, yeah. Awesome. So how many platforms do you recommend? Two, only two, only two. And when you're just getting started one. If you are like, if you are coming on to my team, our basic package is two social media platforms, a newsletter and SEO for your website, because those three things really help turn the needle for you. But when I'm working with people in consultations, we focus on one. I call it your hero platform. I have a hero platform. Like I said, I'm bad at social media. So my hero platform is Instagram. I focus all of my efforts on Instagram. And then when I can duplicate that content onto LinkedIn or onto Facebook, I do. But my focus is only Instagram. I love that. And how many times a week are you posting? Are you recommending for your business owners that are trying to grow their following? Um, If you are just getting started, I would love for you to start with a weekly rhythm, meaning one post a week. And I know that feels like that's not going to be enough. Again, look at my social media. It is not good, but take, take note of my engagement on my posts. I have very high engagement. And the secret that nobody tells you is 50% of your social media is the content you're putting out. The other 50% of your success on a social media platform is your engagement with that platform. So are you responding to people? Are you reaching out and commenting on other people's things? Are you spending time in the feeds? Are you discovering new content? This actually factors into how well your content is doing. And um, yeah, I just, I can't recommend it enough. And, and that's why I say, let's start with one post a week and then focus your, the rest of your time, that five to 15 minutes a day on engaging with that platform. All right. Now you're saying Instagram is like one of your main things. So let's talk about hashtags. Ooh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that sounded fun. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That lit you up. Okay. So tell me about hashtags. I hear they're changing. It used to be like, oh, have 30. You can have 30. Don't put them in the post. Put them in the first comments. Let's go there. Let's talk all about hashtags. So the big change that happened on Instagram is that they actually turned the entire platform into a search engine. So much like YouTube now, right? Everything that you write on YouTube is searchable. We no longer have to have hashtags on Instagram in order to be found for certain content. Everything is searchable, everything you write. And that's why also your profile, the name on your profile is so important that you're including some kind of keyword there. 
because that is super, super, super searchable. So when people are saying, oh, you don't need to use hashtags anymore, what they're really saying, and I don't think they really understand, is that everything is searchable now. I still recommend hashtags for the people that I work with. And we, we do hashtag research twice a year for people because hashtags don't really change very much in the rankings. They're kind of, you know, you find one and it sticks around being, you know, like 10,000 uses or something for a while. Mm -hmm. And so we still do that hashtag research. We're still including it because people are still actually using the little search button and typing in words. So your content will show up. Like I said, if you have, you know, I have social media coach in my name on Instagram, my profile will show up if someone's looking for a social media coach, but also it will show up when they're looking for social media tips and tricks. Cause maybe I don't write that in every post I do, but that's one of the hashtags I'm using frequently. So yes. And to hashtags. <laughs> I love that. It's not either or. Okay. That is so awesome. Anything else we need to tell our listeners today about social media? Get started. Honestly, I see, especially for people who are reticent to be on social media, the reason you're reticent is because you have a really important message to share. There is something that you are doing in life that is, like I say, whether it's Bob selling olive oil or it is, you know, you are working on bringing inclusivity into more businesses, there is an important message. And that message needs to be shared. Social media and online marketing can truly add tens of thousands of dollars to your business when, you, when you're doing this in a consistent way. So harness this power. It's free. Use it. Oh, I love it. I love it. Be like Bob. Be like Bob. Hashtag be like Bob. <laughs> That's right. I love olive oil. So I could be like Bob. That's amazing. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for sharing all of this. So. Let's tell our listeners about your quiz. Oh, yay, you all. I am so excited about this. So I love a happy hour. And I got to thinking about this and I was like, I think that if everybody had their own social cocktail, right, their own way to release the inhibitions of social media and really make an impact, wouldn't that be fabulous? So my quiz helps you uncover your social cocktail that you need online and you get to, you know, your recipe at the end and it can be non-alcoholic or alcoholic y'all, but um, yeah, we're just uncovering that little piece of magic that you need. I love it. I can't wait to go to happy hour with you. <laughs> social um, happy. That's awesome. Awesome. Well, let's do this, Lauren. Let's tell our listeners where they can find you. Instagram. It is my hero platform. I'm engaging there every single day. And I promise you, if you come and follow me, I'm going to reach out and we're going to have a chat. So I love don't it. be scared. <laughs> <laughs> it won't be scary. We'll have happy hour. Yes. Oh my gosh. Well, this has been so great. And to our listeners, all of the links are in the show notes. So as you're listening, just click the link and it will take you right to Lauren Litt's Instagram account. So, yes. oh my gosh, how fun. I am so excited to have you here and to have this conversation with you today, Lauren. Hey, I hope you're enjoying this episode. And just before we get to the good stuff, right? The good, the bad, and the ugly, I have this great announcement for you. We are starting the Pod Power Hour, which is a virtual event that's gonna happen on Wednesdays at noon Eastern. And so if you've ever thought about having a podcast, if you have questions, if you are a podcaster, 
and you want to come and meet other podcasters and learn what's new, what's happening, tips and tricks to be better at this amazing passion of podcasting that you have, we would love for you to join us. We're going to have experts there that are going to be sharing their genius. It's going to be amazing. So, and if you're a host and you want to come meet some amazing uh, people that could be potential guests for you on your show, come on out. What a great way to get exposure. Be sure to check it out on my website at camilehman.com as well as follow me on Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn. Whatever is your favorite platform, we will have registration there. You do need to register to attend. And it is on Zoom, so super simple, just one hour every other Wednesday. We start on May 4th, so don't miss out. Get registered today. We can't wait to see you there. You have moved from fighting cancer to discovering how to live beyond it. But what now? With so many emotional side effects still unknown, as a new survivor, you find yourself in a void as you navigate through the isolation, fear, and an uncertain future that can overshadow you and your family for years to come. Instead of focusing on the uncertainty of cancer, consider how strong and determined you are and think of the strength demonstrated by those who stood beside you through it all. Consider this. You now get to choose who you want to be and what your intentional, fulfilled life can look like. You made it through treatment, we can help you define yourself as a survivor. We're here to help you through this moment, to walk beside you as you shift your mindset from counting the days of life to creating a legacy. For more information, visit www.adventuretherapyfoundation.org or contact us at info at adventurefound.org. And I am excited because we promise our listeners that we're going to bring them fierce entrepreneurs and we're going to share all their expert zone of genius, which you've done so well today. But we're not done because we also promise them that we are going to pull back the curtain. See, everyone sees you as like Lauren, the actor, Lauren, who's making commercials, Lauren, the successful business owner. No one knows about that other one, the other Lauren that had to pay the price along the journey to the success that you have today. And so mm -hmm. on She's Invincible, we promise our listeners that while we're featuring all this greatness, that we're also going to pull back the curtain and say, you want to be like Lauren? Do you want to pay the price that Lauren paid to have the success that she had? So I would love to share some stories right now. But before we do, we just want to give a quick shout out to one of our amazing loyal listeners who left us a review. Thank you so much to Jody. She says, Cammy's incredible. Hmm. Thank you, Jody. This podcast is motivating, action oriented, and fun to listen to, all because of Cammy's conversational style and gift of creating meaningful moments with great guests. I learned something new with every episode worth listening to again and again. Oh my gosh, Jody, wherever you are, thank you so much for taking the time to submit that review. We appreciate you so much. So I would love to share some stories right now. 
Are you ready to get started? I'm ready. This is the part of your podcast that I love the most. Like I just love this pulling back the curtain piece. I love it too, because it helps us get to know you more and it makes you more real and authentic. And it, it takes courage to share that stuff that no, we hide it. Nobody sees it. We definitely shouldn't put it on social media, right? I mean, I, I also love that it doesn't make me feel so alone as an entrepreneur. When you hear these stories, I'm like, oh, yes, yes, yes. They know they hear me, right? They feel my pain. Yes. I think people just think that everyone who's successful just sailed to success. And, and it's, you know, we don't talk about those other things, right? Because that's not what brings success. So, yeah. but there's a time as an entrepreneur where we do owe it to go back to the others and, and encourage them with our stories and let them know, like, there's nothing wrong with you. This is the part of the journey. So I'm ready to jump in. Let's get started. Let's tell these listeners a story about the good or the greatest part of your journey so far. I, it, the good is a part that took me completely by surprise. Um, because, you know, when I started this company, I really, I was just looking to make, you know, $20,000 a year so that I didn't have to wait tables anymore. Um, and then I hired my first employee who's still with me. Shout out to Gerilyn. I adore you. Yeah. I love creating jobs. I love it. I love bringing people on who are better than me at certain things setting them up to really watch them thrive and really own a piece of what we do. You know, they're the reason why we can have such a far reaching online marketing team um, in Little Shameless Plug and their experience, their bravery, their knowledge. I'm just floored. I, I love being an employer and I did not expect that at all. I love that so much. Oh my gosh. Always about the other people, right? <laughs> I know. I love it. But that's the part. That's the part where you're making such an impact in the world, right? In other yeah. people's lives. And um, yeah, shout out to her. Oh my gosh. Okay. <gasps> that was fun. The good is fun. <laughs> that's an easy one. Now I'm yeah. sweating. <laughs> now we're about to take a turn. So okay. let's save the ugly for last. But tell okay. us a story about the bad part of the journey. The bad part is actually something that is very um, problematic throughout my, the entire industry of social media. And it is that social media managers, they call us a pink collar job. Mostly women take on these titles and this work because it's it's very creative. Um, it The big problem is the social media managers are ridiculously underpaid and overworked. You know, people have this idea around social media that you have to be constantly on and constantly available. And I don't know about you all, but I only can work like seven hours, maybe eight at full capacity. And then I'm totally burnt out. And as a social media manager, before I started putting up um, safeties and, and having a team to help, I was working nonstop. And burnout is very, very real in this industry. I am like two years recovering from some really drastic burnout and people just fade away in social media all the time because there's this weird idea that we're first responders, that we're like emergency workers and need to be available all the time. And I'm like, that is not true. In fact, when a new person is hired, I send them a notebook that says we are not first responders. We are community builders. There is no such thing as an emergency in the social media world. 
So burnout is real. If you have someone working on your team as a social media manager, please reach out, see how they're doing because they are probably exhausted and they deserve a break. Oh my gosh. Check on your friends, y'all. Check on your friends. (laughs) Yeah. You know, we don't think that we never think of that. Oh, that's so good. All right. So good. And yet so bad. Right. And yeah. as we say in the journey comes with the territory. So yeah. tell us a story about the ugly part of your journey so far. Oh, my stomach just dropped. So the ugly story is my own personal story about being bullied on social media. And it comes from my acting days. From all things you all, a commercial I was a part of. It just, you know, this commercial where I was, you know, just doing my thing. Uh, and it was actually the commercial that um, helped me step in full time as an actor as well, because it was my first big national thing. So it was really great. I was able to be employed as an actor and got a movie and like all of these things. But at the same time, Because there was a group of people who did not like the product that I was selling, they decided to come after me. And what they did, this was way back in the day, MySpace. (laughs) If you remember MySpace and like changing your music and putting the little glittery things, like I was there too, y'all. They went into my MySpace page and they pulled a bunch of pictures and then they wrote articles about me. Things like, I'm a drunk. And I am a fake and a fraud and how frizzy my hair was and what a slut I was like. My dad saw this stuff, you all, you know, like it was so awful. Also, I wasn't a drunk. I was just 23. You know, like you're just posting pictures because you're like, yay. Um, And the real like I'm having a physical reaction right now. The real peak of it was when someone found my phone number and posted it in a blog online. And I started receiving phone calls, scary phone calls. Social media can be a very, very dark place. It makes cowards feel brave and it allows people to say and do things that they should not. Um, And it was before I ever started my business. You know, this was years before I decided to go into this because a couple of years later, I had sworn off social media. I'd taken myself down completely. And a couple of years later, a good friend of mine and I were creating a web series, Craft Ladies. And she was like, well, we have to have social media in order to get our fundraising goals. And I was like, no, I'm not doing that at all. And she's like, look, you can be the voice behind the official Craft Ladies one. You don't have to actually have your own. So she taught me how to tweet and how to use the hashtag. Uh, And I started and we raised, I can't remember what our initial fundraising goals were, but we raised all the money we needed to, to actually create the web series. We hired a director and crew and all of that kind of stuff. And then we used it to have a live opening. We had like 150 people at a live opening for a web series. Like it's, it was just unheard of. And then we did an event we called craft for the cure and Tom Cruise's wife or not Tom Cruise, Tom Hanks, Tom Hanks. Uh, I can never remember her name. I can only remember Tom Hanks, but she donated uh, some products for our craft for the cure for the um, fundraiser that we did. And I could only think Tom Hanks knows who I am. because, Like I just imagine his wife, you know, being like, oh, look at these girls. I'm going to donate some stuff to their thing. Like it is such a powerful tool. So I have both experienced 
the worst part of social media. And I know this was a story of the ugly, but the reason I started my business is I was like, this is incredible and this is powerful and we should not leave it in the hands of those who are only looking to do harm. That is the mic drop right there. That is the mic drop. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Cause it can cause so much harm, Mm -hmm. but it, but in the hands of the right people, it can change this world in so many ways. And I just love that. And I love the story. I mean, I'm sorry that all of that happened to you and I'm, I know you're triggered still, uh, but look at how you turn that into the most beautiful thing of having this social media company, little shameless plug and, uh, and helping other people to overcome their fears of putting themselves out there. Cause you can really say, I know how you feel because you really do know how they feel. And I think that is part of what makes you invincible too, Lauren. Thank you. That is amazing. Oh my gosh. I don't even know what else to say. Except you know, thank I'm you. Like, I feel great. I'm like, that was everything. I've left it on the floor, y'all. Yeah, that was it. That was it. The mic has been dropped. Oh my gosh. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being so authentic and for the vulnerability to share these intimate stories of, of what you've gone through in your experiences. But thank you for allowing us to raise our glass and celebrate with you that that didn't stop you, that you got back up. It would have been easy for you to be like, I'm done. And you got back up and you went back in and you fought that fight again. And look at you now. Look at you now. Oh (laughs) my gosh, girl. I am so excited and so honored to be able to have this conversation with you, to hold this space and share it and just put it out there to the world. And I just want to tell our listeners, Oh my gosh, you guys. So take the quiz. Yes. Be like Bob and be invincible no matter what you're going through today. And Lauren, I know you can say this is true. You know, when you're going through it, you feel like you can't do it. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. It's the only thing you can think or feel is I can't do this. I can't go any further. I can't go anymore. I can't do anything else. I'm telling you. You can do it. You can do anything. And even when it feels like you can't, listen to us. We've done it and you can too. Yeah. Just get yeah. back up. Tell them, Lauren. You will survive. That, that, that'll be the song we'll dance to after this. <laughs> I will survive. That's it. That's the, that's the last one for the day, right? Oh my gosh. Just get back up, you guys. No matter what it is, you can do anything. You are invincible. Thank you for joining us today. If you were inspired or learned something new, please follow the show, submit a rating and review and share us with your friends. If you would like to chat to see if you can attract your ideal client and monetize your business through podcasting, please book a free call with me at camilehman.com. I can't wait to meet you.